Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a PYP Teacher. I'm Lou Gerlach. Welcome to episode 18, Assessing Agency in Action. I'm sure many of you are scratching your head thinking of ways to assess agency in action since they are driven by internal motivation and being. This is very true. I am proposing one way of attacking this holistically. It's just my perspective at this point in time. About five years ago, one of my fourth grade students told me, perspective is a debatable opinion. And when I asked, what do you mean by that? They said, it's based on the information you have at the time. Once you get more information, your opinion changes. Something tells me that this will be very true over time as I play with the relationship between agency and action. I won't lie, I debated on whether to present this topic. Since so much of what we're assessing are the intangibles, potential, motivation, growth, and so forth. And yet, how can students monitor their own growth in these areas if there's no success criteria to measure against it? This is what I considered a success criteria for agency and action. It's definitely not perfect, but it's an attempt to make it more tangible as our students take steps towards becoming more independent thinkers. Let's make a go of it and try to apply it so you can see it in action. So, our agency success criteria. We only have six points. I tried to um, look at um, elements from guided and learner-driven on our agency continuum. Noticed as I was going through that there were some overlaps, ironically. So these are the six. I work with teachers and classmates to create learning activities. I get to choose ideas to explore on my own. I am driven by my passions to create a new product or idea. I can identify and solve problems and advocate for change. I own my learning by making relevant connections through collaboration. I am able to lead groups to make change in our community. Initially, I'll be honest, I thought about putting agency in action together, but there were way too many items. Also, agency is that process that is establishes action to happen. And I wanted to keep the ideas separate so it was easier for students to see that relationship. So now let's review the agency success criteria. There's um, considerably more here. There's 12 um, choices in the success criteria for action. So let's get started. I am involved in my community through individual or group actions. I am in touch with my feelings. I support positive changes for social, environmental, and political issues through individual or group actions. I am open-minded to solve problems differently. I have the courage to speak my mind. I take positive action to support human rights, equality, and equity. I am understanding more about the world. I look for opportunities to innovate in resourceful and sustainable ways. I understand my place in the world. I make positive lifestyle changes in response to learning. I make the world a better place through my actions. So how do we bring these together? Actually, it's quite easy. 
You ask students to focus on one or two success criteria for the unit or, you know, whatever duration of time. I don't think you want more than that since the goal is mastery and application. Then you pick some actions you think will help get them there. Remember, think of your content as well since it will shape the learning outcome. So let's give it a try. So we are going to inquire into the patterns of settlement and the use of natural resources, the impact of human use of resources on food chains, the relationship between setting and creating a mood within a story, how voice and word choice drive meaning, and the location of a digit's place determines its value. As you can see, a big connector between all of this is location, whether location of um, settlement patterns, location of resources and ecosystems and food chains, the location of setting, and the location of a digit within place value. So we have the co related concept of location guiding them all together. So thinking from the lens of location and thinking of the environmental factors, I went up to the agency success criteria and one really resonated with me. I can identify and solve problems and advocate for change. This really connected because I thought about the human settlement and use of resources and the impact it has on ecosystems. And we're trying to identify and solve these problems and potentially come up with new ways or alternatives to solve them. I thought that was a really great way. So that was advocacy. Now, if we go into action, I went through the list of actionable items. And the one that really popped out initially was I support positive changes for social, environmental, and political issues through individual or group actions. That right there, the environmental, I thought, perfect. That works so well. And then I also found one that was nearby that says, I open my mind to solve problems differently. This goes into the connection of alternative thinking that we were looking in our agency goal. Can you see the connection? Ugh. I think that this really helps um, to have that success criteria there ready to go. Have the students making goals, but also you can't do this until you firmly established what is the content and the relationship between the content together. So content mapping is critical here. I know that we all have different systems. International schools have people they answer to, public schools have certain systems in place, pacing guides and that sort of thing. But how can we work the system that we're in and try to map as much as we can, particularly the social studies and science, to drive the connectivity? Because that will make it easier for you to connect with the agency and action goals. Will our students need help in this process? Absolutely. They're going to need to see and have this modeled probably at least three to four times before they can do it on their own. You're going to probably have a class agency and action goals that you're working on. 
until they feel comfortable enough with the process that they can replicate it and apply it to their learning. Will it be worth it? Absolutely. This is how we develop independent young people, thinkers, risk takers, all those attributes of the learner profile that make it so that students can be independent and being able to make connections in their learning. Very excited to announce, to support you in this, we've created two guides. One is using agency daily and using action daily. We're pulling from all of the content that we created during our podcasts and blogs and putting them into guides so that you have the visual, you have all of those step-by-step processes at your fingertips that you can download posters and share them with your students. You've got this. You just need to go to our website to get the resources. Thinkchat2020.weebly.com That's another episode. Woo, we covered a lot. Now we're going to transition our journey towards the learner profile, understanding the connectivity of how the learner profile lays the foundation for all this learning and how it's so tied with inquiry and agency in action. So as always, have a wonderful day and we'll see you in our next episode.